Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. Wow, a great song there, Kane. A beautiful one, I should say. Hey, yeah, that's how we start. The name of the song is The Commission. And I believe each and every one of us has, you know, a sense of agency when it comes to the commission. We, we uh, at one point or another, uh, should always be in the knowledge of the fact of the call and also the commission upon us. I trust and I believe the Father is doing you well, blessing you so much in a mighty way. It is Spectrum. Uh, my name is Ray. We are together till the hour uh, six. And uh, I just want to start by talking to um, Lamulim Lambo. He is one of the the most amazing people I have met. You know, um, uh, I've met quite a lot, but this one, is exceptional he is exceptional right and he is on the line he's on the line um lamlim lambo greetings to you welcome sir thank you thank you pastor thank you uh and thank you for those kind words thank you so much for agreeing to be on the show i know you are busy hey, if there's one <laughs> person busy hey they're talking about you man no, no, no. I'm, I'm honored to be, to be on the show. Now, uh, uh, let me just give uh, people a hint, you know, of who you are, because much of the times people don't know this. You know, uh, this man is the best-selling author of Winning the Money Game and the managing director of Money Fundi. And I can tell you, he is amazing. Uh, a company that does financial literacy training, coaching, and storytelling to enable individuals to change their financial destinies. Mlamuli is a best-selling author, international speaker, uh, Mail and Guardian's top 200 young South African, inside education top 100, Shining Stars, and a brand South Africa Play Your Part Ambassador, advocating for a financially literate South Africa. Hey, I hope I read that well. It's written in such fine letters. Amen. Man. <laughs> amen. 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 You read it very, very well. It even shocks me sometimes when I hear it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I know some of the people who are in your group, man, who are just not doing well, but you kept, um, you continuously kept being constant, you know, when it comes to this very aspect. Now, um, uh, yesterday, when I approached you about this, you know, um, you said to me, uh, Happy Freedom Day. Uh, if money was not an issue, what would you do? with your freedom that's a challenging question man if money mm-hmm. was not an issue what would you do with your freedom remember you you sent me that and then yes, and yes, then yes. said hey uh, if money was not an issue what would you do with your freedom i want us to go there man what did you imply so the the thinking there is a lot of people when they think of financial freedom, mm. um, they tend to think of vacations. They think they tend to think of you know beach, beach, bare <laughs> or 
or doing nothing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But for me, I found that I think if that is all that you do, you will soon find that it's quite empty. Uh, because I believe that God put us on earth. Um, in Genesis 1, verse 28, it says, Then God blessed them and mm. said, Be fruitful and multiply. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, by him saying be fruitful and multiply, and by the way, it's not only children, yeah. uh, it means your yeah. work and other talents. Yes. And the assumption is when someone says be fruitful, for me, the assumption is that they already know that there's a seed inside of you. You know, and um, it's about, for me, it's what kind of soil is the seed in? And it's the seed that you're, by definition, being born as a human being, God's child, you have a seed. Mm. So now it's the issue of the environment and the soil. And I think many people um, are not really finding their freedom to say because they're not allowing their seed to shine through. Um, and that, and really that can shine through our work. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, you you are asking this question, and uh, you said, do most people feel free? According to your survey, well, I've heard many people saying, I'm free, I'm free. And uh, when I was growing, there was this saying uh, of the one American says, I'm free, free at last. Thank God I'm free. And people were chanting around that. And later on, people stopped believing in that. So I'm asking myself, you know, do most people feel free? The people you interact with, the people you speak with, internationally, locally, the people you address, the people you write to, do they feel free? Unfortunately, I don't think they do. So I guess there's like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Mm. There are different steps in, um, in, in, in freedom. So, yes, we are very appreciative of the political freedom. Mm. Um, that was a big, big uh, task and, and a huge achievement. And now I think that uh, most people are now looking at economic emancipation or economic freedom. Mm. And unfortunately, I think on that one, we've still got a long way to go. So, for example, 77% of South Africans don't have money at month end or towards month end. Sure. Um, over 11 million are described as over-indebted. Mm. 94% of South Africans cannot retire. And the way I see it, retirement is not an age issue. Mm. Uh, it's an affordability issue. Yeah. Um, so, and globally, 95% of the world cannot retire. Um, so I think politically and in terms of rights, um, most places have achieved uh, big strides, but economically, um, unfortunately, I think a lot of people are still in economic bondage. And also, if you look at South Africa in particular, we are always number one or number two in terms of the level of inequality in our country. Mm, mm, mm. So I think really we have a, we have a lot uh, to do around that. But in the, in the Bible for me, there's something that gives us uh, some principles around attacking uh, this this side of the thing. And for, for me, it's Matthew 25, verse 14 to 30, the parable of talent, um, where I believe, oh, if I may ask this question, uh, that there is. Mm. The talent in, the, in, in that story, how much do you think a talent is worth in today's money? Sure. 
Man, I can tell you uh, around 100,000, man. You know. Okay, you better than most. <laughs> around a hundred thousand you know yeah. you're better than most guys, because a lot of people always say ten thousand twenty thousand and i always like to think of the merchant as god bestowing mm. these talents on the three servants i get you and i don't think god will leave us with like one thousand or one hundred thousand <laughs> yeah. so depending on which scholar you you're researching mm. uh the middle ground seems to be close to about a million dollars yeah. at talent. Yeah. This would make it about 15, okay, these days, 18 million rand. Sure. So even the servant that only got one talent, that was 18 million rand. Mm, mm, you know, mm. And something we don't ask ourselves is, um, when, what are the talents that God has given us? And they probably are worth, worth more than 20 million or whatever the amount that is, is in your heart. Yeah. And what have we done? So the first step is to identify our talents, then it's to refine them. Right? Um, yeah. So once we refine those talents, then money follows value. But a caveat in that statement, something that I've learned over the years is that there's a big difference between something that generates value versus the perception of that value. Hmm. Um, so I find many talented uh, people and businesses that Definitely, definitely, their solution has great value, mm, but they yeah. haven't worked in the perception of value. Yeah. You know, yeah. and for example, I have a book, and when you tell, tell someone, no, I've written a book, they say, no, that's nice. Yeah. But once you say my book is an exclusive book, mm. you see that the perception of value of the exact same product yeah. <laughs> yeah. is And then when you say it's a national bestseller, Mm. You see the perception of the Yes, yes, product. absolutely, absolutely. It's the exact same book. The same thing, yeah. Exact same value. Uh-huh. But the perception of it, uh, the perception of it has, has gone to a, another level. So for me, I think if we can find our talents that are bestowed upon us by God, if we can refine them, if we can then work, uh, they can create value and then we can work on the perception of that value, then the money will follow and two things happen. You will live in abundance, but also you'll be doing what you are put on this earth to do. Like, I believe that my financial education mission, that's my, that's my divine assignment on this world. You know, and yeah. to work in that space, um, in, in your divine uh, assignment, you know, I want to say that the book, um, there were parts of it that I didn't write. Mm, because mm. God helps us create because he's a creator. Yes, you know? yes. So when you align yourself in that path, um, it's not going to be easy. It's not a sprint, it's a marathon. But I believe you have a far better chance of achieving your economic emancipation. One of while the th- you're serving the world. While you serve in the world. Now, one of the things that many people... Uh, have as a perception perhaps it's it's just to get a job get a loan get a house through that loan get a car get a wife and that's it mm. and and that is too limited isn't it for me it is because you are god's child mm. we were we were told to subdue and have dominion yeah and the way i see it it's about subdue and have dominion over the sphere of your talent or your godly assignment. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And when you achieve that part, um, seek ye first the kingdom of God and the rest follows. Yes. Um, you know, but if you never prune or never work on your talent or your godly assignment, then yes, it's, I'm not saying don't have a job. Have a job, definitely. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. even in your job, you can find what is your innate gift that you can bestow on that job and make that job into a career. Mm, Absolutely. I'm talking to the best-selling author of Winning the Money Game and Managing Director of uh, Money Fundi. This is Mlamuli Mlambo, and uh, we are touching base. And we are asking a very simple question. Are people free, and even financially? Now, uh, one of the things that I saw... Uh, in the early 2000s, and I think Mark Lothering was making a joke in Cape Town at some stage. And then he said something that really stayed on my mind up to now. You know, um, he said, uh, you know, if you can find some of the people who are in this new dispensation of South Africa, and uh, mainly people around us, uh, people of our caliber, uh, one of the things that you know about them financially is that most of them are owning a bank loan for a house. Uh, it's just bank loans. It's just bank loans. How can someone say, I am free, when they live in the suburb, they are owing their house, they are owing their car, they are owing their tuitions, uh, they owe the, the, the clothes they wear. That, that is not financial freedom. That's a tough one. <laughs> That's definitely a tough one. Um, so I, I believe that there's, um, there's bad debt and there's good debt. Mm. Um, and that obviously we should avoid bad debt uh, yeah. because as we've seen with the interest rates going up, it really puts you in a bad place. Yes. But I think there is uh, something to be said for good debt. Mm. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, I think people in our caliber, um, we, especially in Johannesburg, we, we have literally put the peer pressure against each other, mm. uh, which then makes us go to all these loans. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, hey, now I'm going to sound very biased. Uh, I grew up in <laughs> Durban. <laughs> I grew up in Durban. And in Durban, when someone asks you, um, where are you from? Yeah. They are asking you in terms of home. Mm, mm. And what I found in Johannesburg or Chaudet is that when someone asks you where you're from, they are trying to ask where do you work. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> in order to then judge uh, how much mistakes are uh, to be given. And yeah. for, me, for me, just being human. Absolutely. And I think when you reach a place where you know you're God's child and you have a peace beyond un- uh, understanding, mm. That helps. That goes a long way in avoiding a lot of the financial traps that lead to us getting loans. Sure. You know. So, so for example, I'm Bambo. Whether I'm wearing a Mr. Price top or whether I'm wearing guns, mm. uh, a gun top. Mm. At the first, the first step is I'm Bambo. I'm got child, and I will walk and carry myself with the same prestige whether I'm in a, a golf tee that doesn't have a brand name or if I'm in a golf tee that has a brand name. Yes, um, yes. So I think there's a lot of 
advertising that has made us, I guess, seek our value for materialistic stuff. Um, but if you can find a piece beyond understanding and know that you're a God child and know that you have that value and that self-worth, then a lot of these things you'll probably be able to avoid. Now, uh, I, I see our time is really going against us. We left with a few minutes. Now, when we basically say, okay, I heard what you said. How do I become free then? Because I realize I'm not free. Uh, um, uh, I'm just bound up uh, financially. Mm-hmm. I'm not free. What do I do? What is it that you can tell me to do? What are your tips? Okay. Yes. So there's a, there's a quote that the Iti, money is a wonderful servant, mm. but a terrible master. Yeah. Now, if you don't have knowledge on a topic, usually you will be the servant of it. I mean, mm. and it will be your master. Mm. And mm. that's where a lot of people are stuck because they are financially literate. So I would start there. Um, and then um, in Manifundi, we have a Manifundi type-aware budgeting system. It's also in the book. Yes. What that does, it assists you to know. A lot of people say, my money just disappears. Mm. So when you budget like that, you see where your money goes. And not only do you see where it goes, but you start to direct your money. Yeah. Because when your money does not have just uh, direction, it will fall prey to distraction. Mm, mm, so mm, that's why yeah. it, it's being coming the master, being in control of, of, of your money. Um, and then the other one is financial literacy is not only about living below your means. Yeah. Um, I think we, we've done a bad job of the space where it's always like, no, have coffee, don't have coffee. Have a, don't have Jacobs, have the other coffee, wada, wada, wada. Mm. And mm, there's a whole other side of financial education, which is learning how to increase your means. Absolutely. You know, and that's unlimited. Yes. How you can increase your means. Mm. So essentially I'm saying generate additional income, you know. Uh, start a side hustle. The skill that you use in your office, maybe you could consult with the exact same skill, right? Mm. Um, another, another place where uh, some clients have found joy is also do coaching and the like. Um, they turned they stock fell into consortiums. So a consortium is basically when banks or big companies put money together and go into a project or purchase an asset. And I believe there's nothing that stops most stock fell from doing the same thing. It's people putting money together with different skill sets, different networks, Instead of getting grocery or just flipping the money, mm. let's try and find assets. I get right? Um, yeah. And then the other part is creating a property portfolio. Mm. Mm. Um, mm. It does seem intimidating, but if you're willing to learn and go in the journey, that a property portfolio is possible for most people with some, uh, some kind of income. So those are just some of the things it would be. Don't, the days of really relying on your nine to five and just spending it all and then the overdraft will cover, those days, unfortunately, are, are really ending. And I'm finding that a lot of people want to generate uh, an additional income. Mm. Um, and a lot of people is becoming uh, a must rather than just a, a want to. And also, if you look into the future, it looks like we're heading into a gig economy. When I say gig, I mean like an artist, like a freelancer. Yeah. Like yeah. You no longer have 
said, the days of you're going to come here at 25, work in this company until you're 65. Hey. Um, in most places and in most spheres, um, is probably coming to an end in the next decade. Mm. So imagine a place where we are all working like a machine. You must become very financially limited when the money is, you know, is coming in abundance. Yeah. Pretty much like the story of of Joseph uh, when he spoke to Pharaoh that there will be seven years of prosperity and seven years of um, of, of famine. Mm. You know, and it's about now that you are going into that space, or if you're in business, you're probably already in that space where there's huge abundance and then the famine. But it's about how do you, and I think Joseph's advice is that they save one-fifth of, 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 of the grain and the wheat, etc. Mm. So how do you apply those principles in your business? That's a tendon principle. Absolutely. That when there's prosperity, save a fifth, a tenth, something, because seasons are different. And there was a time where certain you know, jobs were pretty much safe. But if you look at AI and the things that are coming our way, hey. um, I mean, there's been, I, I, I was a business analyst at Standard Bank, and I was shocked to see business analysts we changed, not at Standard Bank, in another company. Mm. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> analysts are getting replaced now. Hey. You know, uh, so, so the time, I think, uh, if we're not being financially literate, if we're not, Having several um, incomes, which is also a recommendation, by the way, from the Bible, mm. uh, that you need to have several incomes because you do not know where the enemy will come <laughs> to hit. Yeah. Uh, but if you only have one, then you, the enemy only has to hit one and then you're out. So I think it's very important that as God's people, uh, mm. we apply the kingdom principles around uh, finance. And for those that don't know, uh, money is like the third most mentioned topic in the Bible. Mm. Yet, a lot of us are stuck on the love of money is the root of all evil. That's one paragraph, mm. which is also in the translation, it was the greed of money. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, Absolutely. Is the root of all evil. So, so I really think, as Abazadan, we need to apply God's kingdom principles um, around our finances and invite God. You know, I've met people... Um, when I'm when I'm doing my workshops, and then I know God is this side, and my business is this side, or my finances are this side. Invite mm. God into your finances, yes, and He will bless them, and you will probably multiply them. Mm. Uh, God is not someone to only see about your spiritual journey. God wants to be part of your lifestyle. Wants to be all over, like Alpha and Omega, everything in your life, and yeah. that includes money and includes finances. Mm, I hear you well. Mlambo is the founder of Manifundi, a company that does financial literacy and training, coaching and storytelling to enable individuals to change their financial uh, destinies. Mlamuli is a best-selling author, international speaker, Mail and Guardian's top uh, 200 young South African inside education top 100 shining stars and a brand south africa uh, play your part ambassador advocating for a financially literate south africa wow thank you so much and uh, how do people connect with you how do people invite you to come to their seminars that you talk to them oh that's um we've got a website www 
manifundi.org. Mm. Yes, uh, manifundi is F-U-N-D-I. Fundi. Yeah, fundi, uh, okay. .org. Yes, um, and then we also have a presence on Facebook as manifundi. Uh, on Instagram, Mlamuli Mbambo. Um, and then if they, uh, if they want a book on LinkedIn, Mlamuli Mbambo as well. And okay. if they want a book, it's available in exclusive books. Or they can drop us uh, an email, info at manifundi.org. Or just go on the website to see the info at manifundi.org because we also do deliver it. Mm. So I think those are, are, the, are, the, are the mechanisms. And we do go and speak to, like, soccer groups. Tomorrow I'm going to a women's empowerment uh, event. I've even spoken at spa days where, wow. you know, they, they're doing the spa thing. And then afterwards we do uh, the financial literacy thing. And what I can say to the listeners is, and I think, Katare, you also experienced this because I spoke to uh, the men's dialogue. Mm. Um, I don't. My, what I really work on is I don't present finance in an intimidating way. I get you. Um, I know. I know. <laughs> conversation, it's a facilitation, and we are just going on, on the story, and it just happens to be about money. This lady put it so beautifully. She mm. was like, Mila, you are the yoga to the uh, castor oil that uh, is finance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you are the yogi seed to the castor oil that is finance. <laughs> I was, I was like, can I please borrow that statement? <laughs> and the book as well is written from grandparents mm. to, to their grandson, and wow. it then happens to have financial nuggets within the beautiful African story that is found. Wow, thank you so much, and uh, we hope to talk to you soon again, and all the best with the Lady Conference. Okay, yeah, Blessings to you, blessings to you. All right, amen, amen. bye-bye. That is Mlamli Mlambode. We are here 24 hours a day with the message of hope, faith, and love on 657 AM. Radio Pulpit understands that praying alone isn't always easy. So, join us to form a chain of prayer for you and with you. To do so, send in your prayer requests on 067-429-7564. That is 067-429-7564. Or alternatively, email us on prayer at radiopulpit.co.za. That is prayer at radiopulpit.co.za. Tune in to Radio Pulpit on 657 AM for reliable Christian talk radio at its best. Find your daily dose of Christ-centered motivation and encouragement on Radio Pulpit 657. Download our app now. Tune in to radiopulpit.co.za or find us on DSTV Audio 882 and OpenView 607. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion for more than 40 years, brings a relevant moral alternative to 400,000 listeners in a variety of South African languages. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and download our podcasts today. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.